Episode 81, The 10 Benefits of Spending Time Alone. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Well, there we go with uh, another week at the very best podcast in the world, your only and prevalent source for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness in the entire fucking universe, verse, 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 universe. <laughs> there we go. Wow. What an exciting weekend. Um, and I hope that this week will be the one where you can apply Friday's exercise knowledge about maximizing your personal productivity dot, 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 at work. <laughs> you know, it's, I forgot to mention the more productive you get in the workplace, the higher your chances are to, you know, become, uh, the, uh, the light in the eye of your superiors, the higher the chances become, you get a promotion. And if all of that fails, then, you know, you at least are going to get a better recommendation from your higher ups, which in turn will give you better chances to land a better and more well-paid job. So that being said, you know, from as a kind of a denim to Friday's, um, random rambling. Uh, I think that was a valuable piece that I actually forgot to mention. Now, today we're going to go uh, through the opposite, really, uh, getting away from the workplace and, uh, you know, being alone, which especially now in the Rona times seems to be insanely complicating, uh, complicated for people. And for me, that has never really been the case. Number one, I was due to my very extensive travel during my uh, last part, the last life of my life, uh, of my journey. Uh, I was traveling pretty much the entire year. And so I was forced more or less to be in touch with my friends and folks through electronic means because meeting up with them was pretty much a thing that was impossible. Now with the workload I was running, it was similarly impossible to even keep up with them through electronic means, but that I had the influence over in saying, okay, fuck the work. Um, I have to talk to, I don't know, my parents or this friend or whatever. So at least once a day, I would set it, set aside at least an hour, if not more to, uh, talk to my folks and, you know, brief them, update them and that kind of thing. So being alone for me, it hasn't been a necessity really, you know, I could have quit the job anytime. Uh, and, you know, did something more local, but, um, 
I'm okay with being alone. I can occupy myself and I can occupy my mind. And if all fails, I will meditate for hours on end. There's plenty of shit you can do by yourself. You don't necessarily need someone around. You know, it's a nice to have, but you know, it's particularly interesting when I was kind of flying in the circles of the, you know, quote unquote, very successful people who spend shitloads of time, you know, mostly male, spend shitloads of time working. And um, they're often trophy wives were busy with wasting their money. And if they weren't busy with wasting their money on, you know, shoes and attire and, you know, all of those things, those ladies buy in large quantities, um, they were dissatisfied with the fact that, you know, they wanted the guy with a lot of money, but they didn't want him to work. And that's a bit of a clusterfuck, you know, that doesn't really work out ladies. Uh, you know, for a lot of you, sorry, you know, gold diggers. Um, but, uh, at the end of the day, you know, it was very fascinating to see that these ladies were unable, um, to spend time alone. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just really fascinating to see how many relationships, uh, during that, you know, north of a decade, um, that I was, uh, spending abroad and, meeting and interacting with uh, those kind of people, how many relationships really fell apart because the expectations, um, you know, the princess expectations weren't met because the prince was never home to bang his wife because he was constantly busy, you know, being successful and raking in all the money so, so that she could spend it on stuff that she needed or didn't, <laughs> not, not to, not to value any of that. Um, however, this episode, uh, is about the benefits of spending time alone, regardless of whether you can or cannot, uh, you know, perhaps the, uh, tips, the benefits I outline here will be in, you know, a push for you to seek time alone. Uh, and if you see what the benefits of that could and can be. Now, I'm going to run through them right quickly. So number one, being alone uh, clears your mind. Number two, it improves your creativity. Number three, it allows you to explore uh, possibilities for your life to come or for the lives to come. Uh, number four, it resets your priorities. Number five, it improves your relationships. Number six, uh, it lets you slow down. Uh, number seven, you become more focused. Number eight, you become more in tune with yourself. Number nine, you gain self-confidence. And number 10, you become more independent. And let's get started, right? Uh, why, what, what else the fuck are we here for? So number one, it clears your mind, obviously. Uh, if you're alone and if you manage to be alone without distractions, that's, you know, another very big jiffy that I mentioned on Friday is, you know, cutting, um, distractions out of your life. Uh, it's a very good process to 
be isolated and to really think about all of the stuff that is kind of flying around in your head and making order of it. Piece of advice, take a notebook, like a moleskin, write down all of those thoughts. You know, once you're ready, hack them in a computer, wherever, you know, prioritize them and then carry on. It's insanely refreshing to be able to sit there with an empty mind because that gives you way better access to the present moment. Number two, it improves your creativity. Obviously, if your mind is clear, it's going to be free for creative processes. So when you sit down and call the moose, 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 what? No, not the moose, the moose, <laughs> the muse, sorry. When you call the muse, uh, it's gonna, she's going to come way quicker and inspire you much more quickly than she would when you would be preoccupied with all of the shit flying around in your head. So number one, obviously increases the chances of your creativity being improved by the muse, not the moose. <laughs> number three, it allows you to explore further possibilities for your life or your lives. And this is interesting because all of the transitions I made, I never really cut my old life and started a new one. The processes were always transitions that took place and transitions are much more complicated than being blessed with the opportunity to just make a cut and start with a new life because you've got the old and you've got the new and you've got the past and you've got the future and you kind of have to make those bitches fit, right? Um, you know, the transition has to be seamless because you want to maintain your income, your level of your level of income and your quality of life. You don't want that to suffer in the course of that. So therefore, you know, transitioning into a new life or a new part of your life, but a life in your journey through this world is much more complicated than, like I said, you know, being blessed with a chance to just cut make new done. So, uh, you know, blessed are those that are you know able to actually get that on the road. Number four, uh, it resets your priorities. Uh, and that's um, a bit metaphysical <laughs> bullshit. Um, you know, if you want to, if there is actually a reason to reset your priorities, then you've already pretty much fucked up and your entire strategy right? But being alone allows you to, again, you know, be in the present moment and perhaps in the present moment, you, it allows you to actually say, okay, wait, uh, for me now, this has become more important. I don't know. Let's say you get diagnosed with a disease, you know, and your life is going to change more likely than not. Uh, you know, then of course your priorities shift, so, you know, if you ever run into the situation where you get a diagnosis like that, uh, you should take that time alone and reprioritize the shit that you've got on your bucket list if you haven't already lived through it. You know, I went into that uh, topic in the episode called Death. I think it's an exercise episode, actually, 
where I said, you know, put all of the shit that you haven't done that you definitely want to do and get it over with, you know, get it done because there might not be a tomorrow. You know, there's a slight chance. And in that case, you don't want to piss off the world, you know, without having taken care of all of your things on your bucket list. Number five, it improves your relationships. Being alone improves your relationships in that, you know, the more you are around people, the more you're going to chew up topics which you can discuss. And then, you know, after the meaningful topics are gone, you get into, you know, slandering about other people and gossiping and watering down otherwise meaningful topics to pure bullshit. And that's just spending time together. That's not quality time anymore. So, you know, don't hang around people too much because then it's kind of like, you know, unless they're, of course, very special and you want to be around them. But I mean, like, you know, uh, contacts that you have, don't, don't make yourself too available from a time perspective. Uh, you know, time is finite and it's uh, much too expensive to spend it on gossip and slander and, you know, that kind of ordeal. Number six, time alone lets you slow down. And there is nothing more true. I think this is actually the most truthful benefit that is outlined um, in this list. Uh, it lets you slow down. It lets you decelerate. And that is so fucking important in life. And a lot of people really, really, really forget and some even neglect it, right? Uh, because not only, you know, if you constantly run on 110% power, it's going to chew on everything. It's going to chew on your personal quality of life. It's going to chew on the quality of your spouse's life. It's going to chew on the quality of your kid's life. It's going to chew on the quality of your friend's life. It's not only yourself that you're punishing with running in the hamster wheel. It's actually everyone around you that suffers also. And it significantly decreases the quality of relationships because you're only going to be, you know, there's this medium. Of course, you don't want to be too long with people as we just discovered, but you don't want to spend two minutes a day with your kids, you know, bringing them to bed, giving them a good night kiss and then you know, being off to the computer again without any downtime, then going to bed, probably with your phone, answering another few emails. I know the drill. I've been there personally, and it fucking sucks. It doesn't allow you to really appreciate what's around you. It doesn't allow you to appreciate your life. It doesn't even allow you to appreciate the fruit of your hard work. And that's the most bizarre thing in that. Number seven, you become more focused. So as you slow down your life, your focus increases. And with focus, you know, that can be in a multitude of ways. I think the most predominant one that's going to jump at you pretty much immediately is that you're go you are inevitably going to be more aware of the present moment, right? Because it allows this time this additional time which you've made available is going to 
decelerate you and this deceleration will inevitably lead to more focus and this focus will allow you to just enjoy the present moment without distraction and that's something a lot of people don't get because the chain is rather complicated but um you know if you need more help let me know i'll try and walk you through the process in a bit more detail but for the sake of time let's just leave it at that for now number eight you become more in tune with yourself and this is again a byproduct of the focus that we just discovered uh, and it will allow you to listen to yourself to reason with yourself and to argue with yourself and the arguing with yourself it's difficult it's very difficult to learn you know I, i've done that a few times where I took people aside and said, you know, look, if you can't argue with yourself, take your pet and, and argue with your pet uh, or argue with a fucking stuffed animal or whatever you have around, you know, just for the sake of learning that arguing with yourself is very important. Hey, perhaps we're going to do an exercise on that in a week or two. Number nine, you get more self-confident and that's actually very true because self-confidence is, you know, the confidence you get from yourself per definition, right? And the irony is if you're not in tune with yourself, then you, where is the self-confidence going to come from? You know, for a lot of the people out there, self-confidence is a result of money being made, the car they drive, the house they own, and never use because they work, you know, 20 hours out of the 24. Uh, the car they never drive because it's constantly sitting in the garage uh, because they're working 20 out of 24 hours and uh, uh, their trophy wife, which they can't bang because they're working 20 out of 24 hours, you know, that kind of ordeal, right? And that's where the deceleration part lets you kind of grow actual self-confidence. And with actual self-confidence, you know, comes from yourself, comes from your persona, comes from your inner values, comes from your, you know, from just yourself rather than the status symbols that you uh, dress yourself up in. And number 10, you become more independent. And that's what I said in the beginning. You know, there's uh, always the dependence on people entertaining you, whoever it is at the end of the day. And being able to entertain yourself, I think, is the most important talent that everybody should be aware of. In that sense, we got the 10 covered. Uh, I'm going to upload this episode now a bit too late, uh, but, um, it was worthwhile because I was kind of reflecting on what I could tell. So share this episode with a friend, subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't, uh, I wish you a successful day. And if you've already had the successful day, have a good night, leave your hands above the blanket, peace out. And we're going to be in touch tomorrow. See you guys.